Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, or good morning, or good afternoon, depending on where you are listening uh, to this podcast from. I want to greet you and welcome you to today's episode of the Voice of the VIP. My name is Abraham Joseph Ajenfuja. I'm your host, creator of the VIP concept, author of the VIP Christian and podcasting as Voice of the VIP. For those of you who have uh, listened to my podcast, um, I always like to begin by asking, how are you doing? Because the health and wealth of the of the human at any moment in time is more important than anything else. You know, so how are you doing? How are you working out what is in your heart as a leader? Okay. Because what we are doing externally is the outworking of something that's inside. What is that thing inside for you, leader, CEO, whether in the home or in the school or in the in the business or in government or in, in church or other kind of faith houses? How are you working that thing out? How are you feeling on the inside as you're working it out? Is there a tension? Is there pressure? Is there fear? What kind of feeling are you having in your heart right now? In your mind right now? So let's just take a moment to just dial in into that, assuming that, you know, you are listening to this podcast in a very quiet place. No sound near you that can distract you. And assume that you are actually in the presence of God. You can see him. In fact, that is not even an assumption. It is a fact because God is present everywhere at all times. Okay? So be quiet for a moment. Let's be quiet for a moment. And just be in the presence of God. No matter who God, no matter what name you refer to as your God, as a leader, there's only one God. Okay? That's not even up for debate at all. That's that's only one God. There's one God for the black, for the white, for the rich, for the poor, for the male and the female in Asia, in Africa, in in Europe, in South America, all over the place. There's only one God. Okay? There's only one God who created the heavens and the earth and the stars and the sun and the moon in such a rhythmic system perfectly working together 
and talking about the God who created them. Okay? So, assuming you are, not assuming, so you are in the presence of God right now. How are you feeling? How, how are you feeling when you consider yourself? Or, first of all, when you consider God for who He is, for everything you know about Him, you know, nobody knows everything about God. But there's certain thing that God has shown to you about Himself, either directly or indirectly, okay, that you know for certain that this attribute, this quality, belongs to God and to God only. Otherwise, that's why it's God. There's no other God. That's why it's God, because of who He is. I mean, the one who created the heavens and the earth. I mean, how are you going to... There's no there's there's not enough name to even describe that. It's just it's just too massive, too immense for us to, you know, know everything about him. So here you are, you are looking at this God, you are thinking about him with your heart, with your mind, with your with all your body, and you and you just know that he is the real God. There's no other God. And then after you've done that, let me give you a few minutes to do that. Think about God. Who God is to you right now? Now think about yourself. Who you are right now, not yesterday, not tomorrow, but right now, and yourself in relation to God. Who are you? Who are you in relation to God? What name will you give to yourself? We know that you are not God, my one. So who are you? Okay? You're a creature of God. Created in the image of God, for the purpose of God, according to God's vision, intent, and purpose. Those who do not know God will not know God that way. They, they will have different way of defining who they are. They might define themselves according to their role in their family or their function in the family, okay? or their leadership in the business or in the church or in school or in government like that, you know, they might have a limited understanding of who they are because they don't have any kind of reference you know, to reference themselves with God. They don't have that or they choose not to have that. When that is missing, we have a very closed system about our own life. We, we become God-like. We become, you know, um, a God unto ourselves because we, there's no standard above us. God is a standard that, that, that makes sure that, you know, we have what we need to have to be leaders and hold us accountable that we are actually leading in the way that he has created us to lead. So when I ask, how are you doing 
I was actually asking you, what are you doing? And does what you are doing, do, do, does it reflect your relationship with God or not? That's, that's the first test. Okay. And then we can reverse back, we can reverse engineer it and say, okay, <clears throat> why are you doing that? Or how are you doing that? You know, that goes to your feeling on the inside. And then why are you doing that? I was having a chat this morning with a friend of mine who, uh, who were talking about this. You know, we're just interested to see how um, we can approach the same problem in different ways. My my way of approaching problem is through the VIP. Okay, God's vision, God's intent, and God's purpose. So, to know God is to know the VIP. God has a grand vision, a grand intent, and a grand purpose. Before the heavens and the earth were created, before you and I came into being, so if you don't want to recognize God for who he is, let's think about that. There was a time that we were not. I mean, this is the most important thing to know about, you know, ourselves, to know where we came from. We didn't come from, you know, from a chance, you know, um, circumstance that happened somewhere in the history that we just kind of evolve like that. That that cannot be. <laughs> Please, leader, you must not think that way. We were created by God. Look look at yourself. Look at your eyes and your nose and mouth. Look at your neighbor. Look at how similar we all are. Look at the breath of life that we have. That God breathed into the into the into the nostrils of our forefather Adam. And he only did that to to human, he didn't do that to 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 the tree or to the uh, sun or to the moon or to the ocean or to the mountain or to any other creature. A, a, all the other creatures, God spoke them into being. God spoke them. God said, "Let there be," and they became. It's only the human that God breathed into a nursery. That's a kind of intimacy. God breathed Himself. His spirit, his breath, the continuation of his glory is to continue through human. Okay? So there's kind of there's a there's an intimacy that you know defines our relation with God. We are so intimate with him. Okay, whether we want to believe God exists or not, we can't escape the fact that God is so intimate. It's everywhere. Anywhere we go, He's already there. So it's so important for us to really lay that foundation of who God is, that God is sovereign, is in the world, and also above the world. It's not controlled by any circumstance in the world at all. One thing is clear about God is this is eternal glory. Okay? Eternal glory of God, that is God's continual expression 
of excellence, perfection, majesty, okay, that is worthy of worship. When I say worship, I mean it's worthy of catching our attention to the point that we bow down in humility before him and acknowledge that he is who you said he is. No contest, no debate. Because that glory is so is so perfect. And it takes the certain eyes to see that. Okay? And so that's that's a part of the work of the um the the, the voice of the VIP to give us the awareness of eternal glory of God. So that we can have a clearer vision of who God is and who we are in relationship with Him. Eternal glory of God is the direction of providence on earth here. Before earth was created, the eternal glory of God is just eternal glory of God. It's, it, it, it just is. There's no beginning to it. There's no end to it. Can you, can you imagine that? Can you imagine something that you know, there's no beginning to it? There's no end to it. God exists in his eternal glory. And and when you, when, you, when you dissect that sentence a little bit, or that phrase, the eternal glory of God, okay? In other words, it's the expression of the beauty of God. I mean, that beauty is so, is so bright, so, so brilliant, so perfect, you know, that that's not even God himself. God dwells in light. No one can approach. You can see the light. With, 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 an, with an aided eyes, not with an unaided eyes. Because, you know, in the Bible it says that the angels who are before God, they cover their eyes with, 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 their, with two wings. They have six wings. They cover the, their, their eyes with two wings. And with two wings, they cover, they, they, they cover their feet. And with two wings, they flew around him in his throne. They can't see, they can't behold that. It's the, God's glory is too bright for them. They can't see that. So if the angels who are just next near him, you know, would do that, how about us that are, you know, just mere human beings? It needs an added sight for us to be able to behold God, to behold the beauty of the glory of God. And that's, 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 that's the point of the voice of the VIP, that I'm speaking on behalf of God, you know, to, to plead with each of us leaders to respect God, to lift him up, to, to let him occupy the position that only he belongs, only, that is only due to him. I'm speaking to leaders all over the world. All over the world, because there's one thing common to all of us leaders. We are all servants of God. We've been chosen from among the people. Okay? There's nothing, you know, special and perfect about us. God just wanted us to lead because he has allowed us to go through certain experiences. I guess that's what is special about us, because the experience we've gone through and the understanding we have gotten through the experience, you know, ahead of the people. So God lifts us up in that position to lead the people, to show the people how to, you know, 
um, understand what they are going through because we have already gone through them. And but you point them to God. You know, as they are doing their, you know, business or running their homes or running the schools or the church, to keep an eye on God, focus on God, and at the same time keep doing that. That's what that's VIP. The VIP, the vision is what do we see in the future about God that gives us the confidence to to actually working on the Mondays and Tuesday things of life. So the vision is what we see in the future. And the purpose is what we are doing right now. The intent is how we are doing that. And if you want to look at it closely, you know, it, it, it reflects the Trinity of God, the God, the Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit. God, the Father, with the grand vision, God is Son with the, with the intent of how to bring the vision here to earth through Jesus, the Lamb of God, and the purpose of which is to exert beauty in everything that we do, no matter what it is, no matter what kind of enterprise we, we, we have chosen for life, no matter what it is. Every single thing we are doing today under this heaven is our attempt to reflect the beauty of the glory of God. Yes, that's what we are doing. We just don't call it that name. I'm giving, the, I'm giving that name to it right now. We are trying to be God's VIPs to continue to express the beauty of His glory in anything that we are doing. That's why we were never satisfied with anything. There's, you know, we, we complain about this, we complain about that. If a leader comes up and, and does this thing, you know, one side say, yes, this leader is a very good leader. The other side say, no, it's not a good leader. Okay? And it's not new. It's not new. It's, it's, been, it's been there from the Bible from the beginning. And Jesus even says that. You know, he compares the people when, when you know, the children, you know, that when, um, you know, John the Baptist came, they said that he was, he was, a, you know, a, um, different, you know, and there was something wrong about him, whether it was a drunkard or, you know, he, he, he eats food and things like that. Or he is a glutton, um, something like that. And then when Jesus came, they find something wrong with him too. They said, well, he's going with, with prostitutes, he's going with um, sinners, you know. People are never pleased. We were never pleased about anything. Why? Because we are trying to get perfection. We want things to be perfect. In business, in home, in school, in country, anywhere. We want it perfect because we want to reflect the beauty of the glory of God. That's where we came from. That's, where, that's what we are here to do. And we are never satisfied. But God did not plan that way. God didn't want us to live in this world with a, you know, unfulfilled life and just you know living every single day day in day out we're trying to attain to some kind of perfection no god has already decided everything in other words god has predestined the direction of providence and he has created us and given us a chance to participate in it we have to participate in it in that reflection we had to co-labor with him in that reflection. 
We are not the author of it. So today, when we talk about ourselves as having accomplished this, accomplished that, we didn't do it ourselves. Okay, I, I used to say that you know when I was in in, in, the, in the business world, uh, you know when we send out advertisement, marketing materials, and things like that, and somebody calls on the phone, I I used to remind people that you know there are a lot of things involved in a customer picking up the phone and calling the business, lots of things that is completely out of the control of the CEO or the the CFO or the marketing strategist is out of their control. They have nothing to do with that. With that person, there has, <laughs> there's a lot of things that could have happened that that person will not pick up the phone and call. And as a matter of fact, many people don't call no matter what kind of advertising and marketing we have done. So why is it that some people call and some people don't call? The answer is in God's VIP. God has preordained certain things to happen depending on the way we choose to do things. It's a mystery, okay? It's a mystery. You can understand it, but you can appreciate it. So for all leaders today all over the world, my word is this, that we must first of all see ourselves in relationship with God and His eternal glory. If we can't do that, if we don't do that, we are going to become God unto ourselves. And God will not stand for that. You know, God is the one who made us leaders. God is the one who made us prosper. God is the one who gives us health and wealth. God is the one that heals us. Okay? God is the one that gives us this, this nice character that we have that people admire about us. No matter what it is. It is God's doing, my friends. So why do you want to edge God out from that? Why do you want to say that God has nothing to do with it? That we are in control of all, all those things? God doesn't like that. But God is loving, is merciful, and is gracious. And he's going to give every leader a chance to come to our senses about who we really are in Relationship with God. And to see if that answer will cause us to be humble or not. Because some people still consider themselves to be on the same stage with God. I mean, they, 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 they desecrate his name and say, who is God, by the way? Because they, they can't see beyond their, 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 their immediate presence. They, don't, they, have a ton of, they can't see the the, the grand thing happening. They can't see. The, the world is active. Every single, every single space in the world is active. There's nothing idle about this world. You know, if, if, if we only knew all the things happening around us, huh, we would be humble. We would be humble. But God doesn't want to see because if, you know, God will let some people see it, but not everybody. Okay? But the world is not idle right now. There's a lot of things going on at the same time all over the world. And, but, and God is attending to all those things. He doesn't sleep. He doesn't slumber. He sees the beginning and the end of all these activities at the same time. 
So if you are God, you don't have the presence of mind to know what's going about everywhere in the world, about your clients, about your customers, about your friends. You, you, you don't have that. You don't have the power to do anything about what is happening in, in this. You, you don't have that kind of power. Okay? You don't have kind of knowledge about everything going on everywhere. So you, you don't have that kind of knowledge. You are not God. That's the point I'm making here. And that should cause us to be humble and make and think rightly and process our thoughts correctly so that we can act rightly in a way that we honor God, in a way that we respect Him, in a way that we stand up for His, His, His sovereignty, in a way that you know we want to present Him to the world in the right way. We don't want to present God in a way that He is not. Okay? So, we don't want to edge God out. That, that's, that, uh, that's, I, I can't remember the book, but that time came from a book that I read you know, years ago about the ego of humans that we act sometimes as if there's no God. And even if there's God, we compare ourselves equal to him and we want to edge him out. Edging God out. You can't edge God out of anything. <laughs> you can't. Nobody can. Ask those leaders in the past, you know, who have come in contact with him or who, who, who have tried to do that and they have learned something about life. They will tell you that. In fact, you know, the best thing is, to, is just to honor God and just obey Him. As simple as that. There's no point contesting things with God. And here, in the, the, the wisest person that everybody talks about in the whole Bible, in the whole world, you want to talk about, I mean, who is not God. Okay, who is not God, who is not Jesus, who is not the Holy Spirit. The wisest person that, if you want to talk about somebody who is wise, you know, usually people will talk about Solomon in the Bible because Solomon was just wise. You know, he was rich. He was just, his wisdom was, I mean, that's why the Bible took note to, to have Solomon, you know, words and, you know, his, his, his wisdom. Listen in the Bible, in the Proverbs in the Bible. And this particular one is also in the book of Ecclesiastic. You know, uh, if you're a Christian, you know you know about that book. If you're not a Christian, you can go and read Ecclesiastic. You won't, you won't find anything there about God, okay? But everything there is also about God. And this is the last verse in that part of the Bible. It said, that's the whole story. You know, after he has talked about everything that we as human, we, we tend to cling to things. We tend to, you know, pursue wealth, pursue riches, pursue this and pursue that. He said, wait a minute, there's nothing new under the sun. People have done that in the past and they've come to find out that, you know, pursuance of that to be the primary thing of life is futile, it's vanity. Okay? 
He said everything that we struggle for in his life, whatever it is, position, whatever is power, whatever is profits, and he says it's all vain. Because, you know, the time will come when we're going to leave all this behind anyway. And then we're going to go and answer to God what we did with our lives here on earth. So he talked about every single thing about life, how they are vain, or how they are vain, you know. But it's only when we are looking at the world as if there's no God. Okay? But if there's God and we align with Him through His VIP, then we're going to enjoy every bit of it. God wants us to enjoy them. God wants us to get fulfillment. God wants us to, to, to have peace, profit, and prosperity, and eat good food, live in good homes, have good clothes to put on, drink clean water. You know, live in houses where there's light all the time. You know, live in, in, in spaces where there's peace and security. God wants us to have a taste of heaven here on earth. So after he has said that, he said, you know, that's the whole story, my friend. He said, here now is my final conclusion. So fear God and obey his commandments. For this is everyone's duty. God will judge us for everything we do, including every secret thing, whether good or bad. So that word is to you, the leader. If you, if, if you heard my voice just now, I'm reading the word of God that God has just spoken to you. Okay? Fear Him. Fear God. It doesn't, it, it, it doesn't matter who you are as a leader. Fear God and obey His commandment. Obey His command. The one that you know is true. The one that you know in your heart. Not the one that you don't know. There's certain things you know about Him right in your heart that are good or evil. You know them. Fear God and obey His, obey his commandment for this is everyone's duty. It's for the duty of everyone on earth, but especially for leaders. Leaders are the ones that are standing in the gap between God and man. And the people, they are the channel through God expressing the beat of His glory. They are the ones that make the policies, the 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 the, the, the programs, and the, the all the things that we follow to live a good life, either in the homes or in, in schools or anywhere. The rules and regulations, all those things, they are to communicate something about the beauty of the glory of God. More so for leaders, we have to fear him, obey his commandment, for this everyone's duty. God will judge for us for everything we do, including every secret thing, good or bad. There are some leaders who do things in secret, who think God doesn't know what they are doing. Okay? They want to edge God out. But that's not going to happen. I mean, it's not going to happen. It will never happen. You may think that you are getting away with something, but you are not. Oh my. You know, it may, it may, it may, it may look fun right now, but it's regrettable later on. Stolen waters. When you steal somebody's water and, 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 and quench your tires, and they find a little on that, you know, you stole somebody's water, how are you going to feel at that time? The water's already gone. But that feeling of, 
of cheating somebody out of their goods is going to remain with you for, for a long time. You don't get it with anything with God. God is just loving and merciful and gracious and, you know, gives time for us to, to come to our senses about who we are and who we are in relation with him. I've been talking for the past few weeks about the, the COVID mindset, okay? It's, it's, it's a mindset that edges God out. The COVID-19 that is, you know, bringing the whole world to a standstill and every business to a standstill right now was the creation of power and authority over people for illicit gain, gun, and mark. Leaders have created this, the, the, the situation, the circumstances for things like this to happen. Okay? God did not create corona. It's a mindset of human beings, the leaders, over the course of history that have allowed this to, to percolate and percolate and percolate. And now it's, 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 you, you can't put the lid on it. It doesn't matter what kind of vaccine has been found for you right now. If leaders do not see this corona as a wake-up call to really see God for who he is and to communicate that to the people at the, to, 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 the, to their company or their organization, well, we're just creating room for another corona to happen. And I've said before, we won't call it corona, we call it something else, but it's because of the fact that this COVID mindset of edging God out, grabbing power and authority over people and gain some gain from that. Gain some profit, which can be money, which can be influence, which can be affluence, which can be, you know, access, which can be anything that we find valuable to ourselves. It doesn't have to be money, but we use that same mentality that created COVID. We use it every day. And leaders are the ones to be aware of that. Because leaders do that too. We do it as leaders. And I'm saying this for as a wake-up call in, 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 in the in, in beginning of the 21st century that this COVID mindset must not carry over into the 21st century. It must not carry over in, in, in the year, in, into, into year 2021. That's what I mean. 21st century already begun. But we must be intentional after we have gotten the vision of who God is it won't be intentional to do what God said, just as I've just read. Fear God and obey His commandments. There's a lot of people who do not fear God, who are actually, you know, creating circumstances for other people to not fear God. And they will use God's name in vain to, to support whatever they're doing. But actually, they're edging God out. They're becoming God unto, unto themselves. Only God knows everything about everything, all the time, everywhere, and every time. Only God knows that. So only God is able to make decisions. The only way we make right decisions is when we're in alignment with God's VIP. We can understand how God is thinking. At any moment. 
That's the kind of winning mindset that we need for the 21st century. Knowing how God is thinking every moment and then following in his footsteps, following and, and doing the same thing here. And those decisions are the things that make us money. They're the things that make us valuable. They're the things that make us fulfill in life. If we don't have that, we are on our own. And there's no fulfillment there, my friends. So last time, the topic was let God have his way. Today is do not edge God out, my friends. My name is Abraham Joseph Jenifuja. My heart is heavy, and but I do want to be um, faithful and speak the thing that God has asked me to speak to all of us leaders. Because if you do not do what I've just read in the Bible to you as leaders, whether you are Christian or not, is from God and is asking you to change your ways. If you do not, if you lead other people astray, the blood of people is on your head, my friends. The blood's in your head. I've spoken to you what God has asked me to speak. If you do not change and you cause people to die and they're bloodshed because they do not know God, they have the false God, they think you are God, then you have, their blood is on your hands. If you want to know more about the VIP, uh, please visit us at www.abrahamjoseph.co. Uh, you can get a copy of our books. You can engage us to come and speak, or you can engage us to coach you in certain areas of your leadership. And we would love to do that. Until next time, my friend, may God bless you. May you have a VIP week. Thank you.